find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the collapse experiment. As if things weren't getting bad enough, uh, this morning I woke up <laughs> to see that, as, as this title of the article states, Putin announces partial mobilization in Ukraine war escalation. Says West wants to destroy Russia. Hmm, is that inaccurate? Accurate? You let me know. I promise by the end of this week, I will get the rest of Operation Lockstep recorded and uploaded. And uh, I have not forgotten. I know, there's there's two more episodes. So, that will be forthcoming. But considering we're looking at the... On, we're on the verge, or at least the beginning already, of World War III. Um, I think this is a little more important. So, getting to the article itself... From Zero Hedge, in a nationwide address that was delayed from its primetime Tuesday delivery and ahead of votes in four Ukraine regions to join Russia, on Wednesday morning, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced a partial military mobilization while vowing to use all means necessary to defend Russia and pledge to annex the territories already occupied by Russia, raising the stakes in this seven-month-old conflict. I can't believe it's already been seven months. It doesn't feel like it's been that long, but then it kind of feels like it's been longer than that. Calling the moves urgent necessary steps to defend the sovereignty and security and territorial integrity of Russia, Putin said that, the, that Russia is fighting the full might of NATO, the U.S., and its allies, he said, are seeking to destroy Russia. And he's not wrong. The partial mobilization means that reservists will be drafted into military service, Putin said, starting immediately. The armed forces will draw on military reservists only. Those who have completed national service, the president said, promising that they will be provided with additional training along with all the benefits due to people involved in active duty. So, remember, the, the people who went into Ukraine are conscripts. This is their actual military. This, these are the real deal guys uh, that are being activated. So um, Putin is not uh, messing around here. Skipping ahead, following Putin's address, Russia's Minister of Defense, Sergei Sogyu, also delivered a nationwide TV address in which he said that the battlefield conditions in Ukraine, as he described... Oh, wait. In which he said the battlefield conditions in Ukraine as difficult. Who wrote this? We are not fighting with Ukraine, but with the collective West, he said, noting mobilization will be gradual, not one time. Not, I'm guessing, not at one time. But also added more nuclear threats. All types of arms, including the nuclear triad, are fulfilled, fulfilling their task. Some more highlights from Sogyu's address. Calling up the reserves, add about 300,000 men to Russia's forces. Uh, these are not people who have never seen or heard anything about the army. Students are exempt and only 1% of mobilization potential will be used. What? <laughs> Holy crap. 
following the partial mobilization announcement, oil and gas surged. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> to move on to another story, uh, that is not the only place that gasoline surged. So this morning, and I didn't know about this until this morning, I couldn't figure out last night. I'm driving to work and I pass a gas station and we got down to about 3.56 a gallon. And then I'm going to work, and the fir first gas station I see is 3.88. I'm like, oh man, it's going back up. And then I get in the town, four dollars, a flat out four dollars was posted on one gas station. And here's the reason why: BP Refinery and Oil in, <laughs> in BP Refinery in Ohio that provides gasoline for Midwest, Midwest shut down after fire. Uh, the fire's cause is still unknown, but sources told. Reuters, leading leaking fumes from a crude unit may have caused the ignition in another unit at the facility. The source added workers finished a maintenance turnaround at the facility in recent weeks and the plant had resumed operating. The refinery processes up to 160,000 barrels of crude oil daily, providing the Midwest with gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, propane, asphalt, and other products. There's no word if the refinery will spark fuel shortages across the Midwest. Uh, well, the gas stations around here are already shitting bricks. So moving on to other news. Yes, we're at World War III and there's other stuff going on. Pentagon opens review of its clandestine psychological operations. I heard about this. Uh, Tim Pool was covering this last night on his show. The Pentagon has ordered a sweeping review of how it conducts clandestine information warfare on social media. Sites removed fake accounts that were suspected of being linked to the U.S. military. <laughs> Wait, what? The sites are, are removing fake accounts? Like Facebook is removing fake accounts? <laughs> wow. A report published last month by research groups... Uh, detailed the activity of fake accounts on Facebook and Twitter that were promoting pro-Western narratives in post-targeting audiences overseas. The social media companies removed about 150 accounts over the past few years, with some removed recently as they were promoting anti-Russia narratives about the war in Ukraine. Hmm... The report did not attribute blame to the accounts, but two unnamed military officials speaking to the Post hinted that U.S. Central Command, SATCOM, was involved. Separately, the Post said that Facebook removed fictitious personas created by SATCOM to counter a Chinese claim that COVID-19 originated from the U.S. bio lab in Fort Detrick, Maryland. Hmm... In response to the Graphica and Stanford Internet Observatory report, uh, blah, 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 instructed U.S. military command involved in the psychological operations to fill the White House in with their activities by next month. The U.S. military has a long history of psychological operations, but its activities online, online in that area are shrouded in secrecy. I, I guess not. Not anymore. While there are military units that specialize in PSYOPs, such as the U.S. Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group, the Pentagon also employs more covert forces in this area. I wonder if this is referring to, I don't know, the, the ghost of Kiev or, 
or Snake Island. Um, there's there seems to be a history of just fake news going on to the internet. Alleged Oath Keepers January 6th radio traffic actually, <clears throat> quote, a recording of people watching TV, former attorney says. Uh, the things coming out with um, the January 6th people and the different militia groups in the United States just keep getting weirder and weirder. A Twitter post by U.S. House January 6th Select Committee purporting to contain walkie-talkie traffic between Oath Keepers at the Capitol on January 6th is actually a recording of people watching TV, a former Oath Keepers attorney contends. Jonathan Mosley, who formerly represented Oath Keepers defendant Kelly Meggs, said that the audio snippets released by January 6th committee are part of a nearly 2.5 hour recording. The committee's Twitter post paired with audio clips with an unrelated video of the Oath Keepers to make it appear it was Oath Keepers speaking on radios at the Capitol, he said. And let's see here. I can speak from personal, direct, first-hand knowledge that this is a two-hour, 20-minute recording of people watching TV. Mosley told the Epoch Times in a statement on September 18th, this is not Oath Keepers at the Capitol. Defense attorneys in several Oath Keepers criminal cases have complained to the court for months that these kinds of utterances from the January 6th Select Committee will poison the jury pool, making it impossible for defendants to get a fair trial in the heavily Democratic District of Columbia. Numerous Oath Keepers, motions for trial delays, or changes of venue have been denied. Uh, yeah, they need to just let these people go. Uh, the more that... Joe Biden, the more that the Senate Select Committee, which isn't even a legit committee, I'm just going to point that out, um, the more that they run their mouths, um, there's zero chance for a fair trial. They created that situation. They need to release these people. The controversial Zello transmissions were under court seal when January 6th Committee published its Twitter post on September 15th. Huh. The highest profile Oath Keepers case goes on trial in September 27th. Uh, Oath Keepers founder Elmer Stewart Rhodes III and four other defendants, Meg Kelly, Meg Kelly, Kelly Meggs, Jessica Watkins, and Kenneth Harrelson and Thomas Caldwell are charged with seditious conspiracy to attack the Capitol and a range of other January 6th related crimes. Um, I don't recall seeing any video footage of these people actually in the Capitol. The Epoch Times reached out to a spokesman for the January 6th Select Committee for comment, but did not receive a reply. The disputed Zello communications used by January 6th Committee have been part of a month-long fight in the U.S. District Court between federal prosecutors who want to introduce them as evidence and the Oath Keepers defense attorneys who argue they are inadmissibly hearsay they don't care i can tell you from personal experience that hearsay is now um i would i would say that in their minds legally admissible for some reason it never used to be that was one of the things that uh we founded this this country on was the the idea that a person can't go on stage and say that they they heard from Billy's cousin who heard from their their 
daughter's boyfriend that so-and-so had done this and they were told by so-and-so. Like, that doesn't fly in court. So this whole notion that hearsay now is admissible, um, yeah, if these are not, I'm sorry, but if, if, if these trials, if they get charged and, and prosecuted and they're found guilty under these conditions, um, not only should you expect it to be overturned later if there's a reasonable judge that goes before, but uh, expect some heavy, heavy freaking lawsuits. Um, but who knows? Um, th this, yeah, the, the amount of evidence against these people is just, re it's ridiculous, the type of stuff that they're trying to use. Speaking of uh, ridiculousness, German domestic intelligence is running hundreds of fake right-wing extremist social media accounts. This I expect from the Germans. <laughs> it's almost like I'm wondering if this is going to be the same article, except they replaced Pentagon or U.S. with uh, Germany. Hundreds of radical Nazi and right-wing extremists online are actually German domestic intelligence agents, and many of them may even be responsible for inciting hatred and even violence. Oh, man. I guess Joe Biden needs to go have a talk with Germany. These agents, who once needed to drink and directly socialize with members of the extreme right, are now running right-wing extremist accounts online in Germany. Germany's Federal Bureau for the Protection of the Constitution argues that these accounts are needed to gather information, but critics say that they may also be promoting and actively encouraging radicalism. According to a report from German newspaper, I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that, this is the future of information gathering, an unnamed head of the relevant state office told uh Zetong. Uh I don't know. According to research by the newspaper, the authority has invested heavily in virtual agents since twenty nineteen, which it finances with taxpayers' money. Both the federal office and the federal states employ spies who besides right-wing extremists are also tasked with keeping an eye on the left-wing extremist Islamist, Islamist and the conspiracy ide ideological scene. Conspiracy ideological scene. Oh. Hello, listeners. I didn't know I had to speak German. <laughs> well, I'm glad that Germany is proving some of these conspiracies right. So if there's a conspiracy in Germany that the German government is creating uh, fake right-wing accounts in order to uh, entice violence or try to trap people in, in right-wing ideology. So it's no longer a conspiracy. Like, it's true, right? So are those people conspiracy... Uh, what was the term? Conspiracy ideological. The conspiracy ideological scene. Does that mean that they're still conspiracy theorists? <laughs> if you're proving them right. However, the activities of the BFV... Uh, running hundreds of right-wing extremist accounts have come to light at the same time that Germany's left-wing government has labeled right-wing extremism the biggest threat to the country. This seems to be a widespread... This is the new pandemic. This bullshit of... <laughs> 
right-wing extremism being the biggest threat to the country. Why is it the biggest threat in every country that has, I don't know, a constitution, some form of free speech? Um, granted, Germany, there's there's definitely certain things you're not allowed to talk about. But um, why is this idea? This is this is the new uh, the, the build back butter. The the great now that the pandemic is over, they're like shifting gears over from build back better and uh, flatten the curve. Although they're bringing they're bringing back flatten the curve. They're taking it back. Uh, apparently, they didn't get it right the first time, so so they're bringing that back, right? Uh, but yeah, uh, right wing extremism is is just all over the place. It's everywhere. <laughs> But I'd like to point out, Germany doesn't really have a history of uh, right-wing extremism. I seem to believe that a certain political party was a socialist party. And man, did uh, shit go downhill after they took power. Let's see here. And that that is it for the news. Huh. Well, maybe I shall... I'm going to cut this one short, and actually I'm going to work on Operation Lockstep right after this. So stay tuned, look out for another episode, and uh, we'll be right back with part five of Operation Lockstep. Remember, you are the carbon they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com, where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon. Or you should just buy gold and silver. Just just buy gold and silver. It's, it's a better investment, and uh, you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart. <laughs>